0: Hi, and welcome to Chamber Chats. I'm Bruce Williams. I'm the CEO of the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce, and I would like to begin by acknowledging that I live and work in the ancestral territories of the Lekwungen-speaking Coast Salish nations, the song He's in the Esquimalt. It is our honor and privilege to live and work alongside them every day. Chamber Chats are made possible by the support of Island Savings, a division of First West Credit Union, so normally we would be recording this in the podcast studios at Czech Television, but the Omicron thing is on at the time of this recording, so I'm I'm at home. I'm at Amanda and Bruce World Headquarters in beautiful View Royal. That's where I am. Uh, The last time around, we had a conversation with some of my colleagues from some of the other chambers of commerce on the island, in particular the Comox Valley and Nanaimo, because we kind of share this, this island economy. However, within the South Island, we have sort of regions within our region, right? And we have chambers of commerce that operate in those regions. So a couple of my colleagues... Uh, from the other chambers are joining us right to talk about some of the things that go on in their part of the Capital regional district basically julie lawler is here she's the executive director of the west shore chamber of commerce and Britt santowski is here she's the executive director of the souk chamber of commerce welcome to you both julie what's new in the west shore you get that everything's
1: new in the west shore i
0: know (laughs) this is kind of the way it looks um there is a reason that we do this um it is to sort of explain the importance and the role that all the chambers have. So it is important, Julie, for the West Shore to have its own dedicated Chamber of Commerce. Talk about that a little bit for me.
1: I'm glad you think so, Bruce. Uh, though, I mean, I, I think the interesting thing about the West Shore is that this is where the space is for growth, uh, and and it's a privilege to be be part of a chamber where, where that's the case. So uh, certainly, as our own little mini region, it's 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 come from the, the the time of the Western communities too, right, and continue to to develop onwards. But um, I think that we have an advantage uh, here with. The, the growth and the new businesses opening and, you know, the the, the space for housing and other developments uh, for for business and also for everything that we need in terms of what makes a community livable.
0: Yeah, you're, a, you're certainly one of the fastest growing parts of British Columbia and certainly one of the fastest growing parts of this region too. So, you know, the chamber represents the voice of business wherever we might be across Canada and that's why. It's important that we talk about you guys with your, with what you do, rather. So, Britt, Souk is an interesting, unique place in a lot of different ways. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if nothing else, by geography, Souk has particular unique parts about it. So tell me about your chamber and what you do.
2: Um, we do what chambers do. Uh, Souk is part of the CRD, but, I mean, we're geographically separate, uh, separated by a highway. And... Um, yeah, that kind of gives us a unique placement. Our businesses have unique needs. We're more of a bedroom community. We have about 71% of our employees commute out. So we wow. don't have a big um, economic center. And I know the district of Souk is looking to change that and Chamber is looking to change that. So we're also experiencing rapid growth as a community and... Um, yeah, the Chamber is here to serve the local businesses and to help them not just start up, but also thrive as they grow into maturity.
0: Yeah, you had mentioned to me in a conversation we had earlier too that the, the sort of impact of the pandemic on Souk was a little different than it was in a lot of other areas. Uh, maybe expand on that for me just a little bit in the way that you told me the other day.
2: Yeah, well, it's, uh, again, with the large number of our uh workers commuting out of town, there aren't a lot of jobs. I mean, our town core runs, I say, from the traffic circle to the traffic light in Souk, so it's it's a smallish hub. Um, and to that, the businesses that we have here are pretty core, um, and the people are often using services outside of Souk. Um so, yeah, we have we have as a bedroom community, a lot of uh, civil servants who work here, a lot of people who work in IT industry in uh, West Shore, in Victoria. Yeah.
0: So a lot of that, Julie, I would think comes from your members and your jurisdiction in Langford, Colwood, View Royal, um, Chosen, maybe even Highlands. But that you're you're kind of the connection there, aren't you?
1: Yeah, well, we're 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 so interesting as a region, aren't we? Thirteen municipalities in a pretty small geographic region. So you know, absolutely, we we will have people who are coming out of Souq and coming into the West Shore, um, but we also have people crossing all the boundaries all the time, right? That's something that we've learned about our region. Live in one place, go to a doctor in another place, especially right now, yeah. uh, and uh, and and you know, go to school or go, go shopping in another. So uh, so absolutely, there's there's a lot of traffic uh, out of Souq into into the West Shore. Um, but I think when you, we start talking about housing uh, and affordability, there's a lot of people who have gone further out to Souk as things have changed, especially during the pandemic.
0: There's a unique character though, to what the businesses do in Souk. Britt, and I want to come back to that for just a second here, because there are folks that shut that. I mean, you have to go out of town, out of Souk for a lot of things, but you've got a real core of people that provide uh, essential and ongoing services and products there, don't you?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. We have, we have a strong community. We have, uh, and We're doing a survey right now. Uh, We have a website, Souks Hidden Treasures, and that has a survey on it. And the feedback that's coming in so far is that many of the people want to spend more of the money that they have in souk, right? So there is a demand for it. Part of the problem is many of our businesses don't have a place to grow. Um, You can start as an entrepreneur at home or working out of a small space, but once you become successful and you're looking to expand – unfortunately, our uh, entrepreneurs are being driven out uh, to uh, Julie's area, uh, Julie's neck of the woods. She doesn't mind, but I certainly do. <laughs> um, yeah, like we have, we have a restaurant called Curry King who started yeah. out small, lost their place, and now has nowhere to go. They're yeah. in high demand. People want them. Their food is extraordinary, but they, there's no landing place for them in soup that's affordable and that has the, the kitchen facilities that they need. Okay. I don't want to lose them.
0: No. Well, let's all work together on that. Because mm. working together is what it's all about. <laughs> that's, what, that's what chambers do. Julie, maybe one of the biggest things that you've seen in your jurisdiction at the West Shore is the number of people now working from home. That has been a game changer, I'll bet, hasn't it? Yeah, I
1: mean... I- I don't know what the stats are for the impact um, on uh, what we lovingly re- refer to as the call would crawl, but certainly you're able to see the difference once, you know, what when, when the pandemic first started, not just after the initial lockdown, but um, as, as things transpired subsequently. I think it's really interesting how that's transforming conversations around uh, new builds and what they include. You know, so do they include um, co-working spaces. I think the answer is yes they do because some people may actually want to be able to not entirely work from home but be near to their home. Uh, but certainly I mean we we we've got a strong group of entrepreneurs and home-based businesses in the West Shore, you know, we we know that and and certainly the change uh, to 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 working from home has been significant. I had somebody. I was I was um, at the lights at Veterans Memorial in Goldstream crossing over, and um, I guess I looked uh, a, a bit smart because a guy running by stopped and said. I haven't worn any nice clothes for over two years because <laughs> I've been working from home. Uh, so, so I said, "Oh yeah." I mean, he was, he's, again, he's running and he, he's off, but uh, so he's building obviously that into his uh, his work from home routine.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of people I'm thinking uh, Britt that work from home. If 71 percent of souk working people normally leave, a lot of them are now working from home, aren't they?
2: Yeah, a lot of them are taking advantage of that. Some people that I know are actually now permanently working from home in their civil service jobs. Uh, and and that presents another opportunity for um um for a chamber for new business, and that's the incubator, right? Like I know Victoria's got some of these already business uh incubators for entrepreneurs and new businesses starting up, and I would love to see something like that out here in Souk.
0: Well, let's see if we can work together on that that's what we do, we work together. <laughs> uh, coming up next, I wanna talk about something that we all have in common, not just these chambers, but all chambers in all places in Canada, and that's workforce. Chamber chat today, a couple of my colleagues from other chambers of commerce in this region are joining me. Britt Santowski is the executive director of the Souk Chamber of Commerce, and Julie Lawler is the executive director of the West Shore Chamber of Commerce. Okay, so we talked a couple of minutes ago about the amount of people working from home, but in general, there is still a shortfall in workforce Everybody is looking for workforce. Julie, what are you hearing from your members about that right now?
1: This is something that I would say we practically hear every day now. And um, prior to, and, and it's not that this wasn't an issue before. This was an issue in the autumn. It was an issue before that, but it's practically every day now. And what that says to me is that people are getting to the point where they are are really actively trying to seek out answers uh, because uh, in, 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 practically every uh, industry and, and uh, opportunity there, this is a problem. Um, it's 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 extraordinary times.
0: And Britt, as we kind of said before, Souk has this unique geographical location where you're kind of out the road, right? You go through Machosen, you leave Langford and Colwood, you go through Machosen, you land in Souk. Finding workers, keeping workers, what are your members saying about workforce and what their needs are?
2: It's a big challenge out here. Um, and it merges together with some of the other issues that we share. One of them is the cost of housing. Uh, many of the jobs that we have out here in Souk are service industry. So you're looking at 15, 20 an hour. Um, I crunch the numbers, you're earning about $2,000 a month. And to get a one bedroom in Souk, it's going to cost 1200 a month. So over 50% of your income is going to housing. If you want to buy a house, we're looking at $750,000 for a house in Souk. Do not call us affordable, even when we're talking relative to the other communities out there. It That is just a word that doesn't apply. It is out of reach for our average worker um, and this makes retention really hard. We have businesses who cannot keep staff on because they cannot live in Souk. Where are they living? I don't know. Victoria, Colwood, some are camping year round. Um, mm. Other people are finding unique um, living arrangements, uh, sharing. It's, it's a challenge.
0: Yeah, I mean, we. I hear that every day. Julie, you mentioned you hear it every day. Britton, you hear it every day. Uh, the increase in the cost of housing has been astounding, a 30% increase in the last year alone. We all kind of shake our head. But on the other hand, we have to kind of find solutions and we have to talk about it quite honestly. And frankly, supply is part of it, right? Supply and demand. More housing means that maybe we can even the prices out. But Julie, the same thing with you, I'm sure, with your members.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think once upon a time, you know, we used to talk about how if you were looking for affordable, just to Britt's point, you know, you'd come out to the to, to the Western communities, yeah. as they have been called, West Shore, um, or you could go out to Souk. And certainly with the whole working from home thing, the the market just changed so significantly. And like you say, Bruce, supply is an issue. So we've got lots of stuff happening out here in terms of, of building, um, but uh, it takes time. It takes time and uh, trying to bring people into this region, really challenging trying to, to, to keep people uh, who, like you say, Britt, are, are working at, um, at entry level jobs or minimum wage jobs and trying to find housing for them. It's a problem here. It's a problem across the province. I mean, you, we, we tend to think of this as an issue you know, specific to Southern Vancouver Island or, or Vancouver, uh, previously, whether, whether that is still the case, but we do hear from our, our colleagues across the province that this is a challenge in practically every community
0: yeah, there are some things happening West Shore. Uh, just recently, we heard about the plans for the Royal Bay development where there's gonna be an increased density. We're gonna do that conversation on one of these chamber chats, but stuff like that is going on to hopefully take care of this issue as we, uh, as we move along here. Uh, another issue that we all talk about right now is public safety. I wanna talk about that next. Our chamber chat today is with two of my colleagues from other chambers in the South Island region. Julie Lawler is the executive director of the West Shore Chamber of Commerce and Britt Santowski is the executive director of the Souk Chamber of Commerce. So we we hear about all these things that happen in the core, uh, in the downtown area where there has been some concern over public safety and some episodes have been going on for a while. Uh, is that impacting you guys much, Britt? Does it, is that a factor in Souk right now? Is it any different than it was a couple of years ago?
2: Um. No, unless you go on social media, in which case you can get a vicious pounding. Um, there, there are concerns here with homeless, the, the homeless people that has always been an issue. Um, we, we now have a new advocacy center that has been built up. Um, but in terms of safety, I would say Suk is still a pretty safe place to be.
0: Yeah, Julie, West Shore.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, I had a conversation with somebody from Youth Justice the other day who was talking about sort of possible programs. But a sort of window into what it's like here was that she's saying, like, there 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 aren't that many um, youth offenders associated with businesses in the West Shore. So what that says to me is that this is this that particular aspect of the program she's working on um, it is not significant here. Uh, I think I mean, in some ways, I feel like we're very fortunate in the West Shore, uh, and at the same time, with growth. Um, things change, right? And uh, I think one of our challenges in the West Shore is that we are trying to keep up with the development. So some of the services that we would like to provide out uh, in the West Shore, we, we just don't have. And it just takes it, it, it takes time. But I think some of the, the, there's a lot of hidden homelessness. You know, I think that's the case in, in, in all of our communities. But especially if you you don't have the services to help support people. Um, I think that's the, the part of our, our challenge uh, and, and our growing pains when you, when, you, when you grow as we have.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of us as chambers and chambers everywhere, including across the island and across the country are dealing with that. We, uh, the three of us and others are a part of something we're calling the Island Chamber Policy Alliance. So we're speaking as a unified voice of all the chambers on Vancouver Island in relation to the rest of the province, because we have some unique and individual needs for the island. And I think both of us, uh, all three of us understand the need for that. But uh, souk uh, uh, <laughs> Britt and Souk, I think this is going to be a really valuable voice going forward.
2: The collaboration, yeah. Um, collaboration. I mean, I'm an office of one. Um, anybody who can amplify the voice of our concerns out here in Souk, I welcome.
0: Yeah. And Julie, together we are stronger, right?
2: Yeah, it, it,
1: absolutely, and and I think there are often opportunities for us to act together on the island um, that sometimes are comparable to other you know areas of the province or the country. But um, I also think it's it's a fair point um, that you know we appreciate the work of our MPs, uh, but they are also in opposition, so that can create its own challenges in terms of having our voice heard and by um, amplifying it through another option that helps
0: you know we we as the voice of business represent the needs and the concerns of people uh something that's come up with all of us and all of the chambers is primary health care access to primary health care huge challenge right now julie what are your folks saying to you
1: i uh it's at a crisis point i mean it's been really really challenging for a long period of time but it's at a crisis point i would like to see uh some response from the ministry for this um I know I, I, as a chamber, we don't need to advocate for this because I know it's happening right now. I spoke to uh, staff from the uh, John Horgan's constituency office last, last week, and that is all that they're getting uh, because people um, are really concerned about how they're going to manage it. And of course, it's a knock on effect on the healthcare system, too, right? Like, if, if you've got something and you need uh, access to healthcare, where are you going to go? You're going to go to the emergency room if you don't have any other access, especially because those few primary care centers that are left. Uh, are going to be inundated with people, yeah. you know, including the one in Souk and the, the one that's going to be remaining here on the West Shore. And it's not just a West Shore issue, of course, because I, I know that uh, there's a walking clinic in, in James Bay that's on the precipice of, of closing. That's right. So it's a huge, it, it has been an issue for years, um, but I'm
2: quite concerned about where we are now.
0: And uh, Britt, same thing with you, right? In sook you're, you're that much further out, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have, we have just uh, one medical clinic, uh, that houses a group of doctors and a group of healthcare workers. I know Souk citizens have long advocated for a form of hospital. Um, And, I mean, if you look at, we serve from Souk out to Port Renfrew. I don't understand why we don't have a better facility here. Um, But then... If you look at the bar that people have to get to to get into basic nursing programs and to get into medical programs, that bar is so high. And we have skilled, qualified people who are driving taxi. I mean, there's a big miss there that has to be fixed.
0: Taxi drivers are local heroes. Let's not forget that either. They move people around.
2: I mean, in and Julia, of themselves, yeah. That's
0: right. And Julie, you mm-hmm. talk, I mean, the closest hospital for West Shore is kind of in the West Shore. It's in View Royal. Uh, but Britt, that's also the closest hospital for you, and that's, that's a right. good that's a good haul into town. That's for well, sure. Well,
2: and if we have an issue with our road, for instance, they were the doing road. tree clearing yeah. uh, over the weekend on a Sunday, and it took an hour and twenty minutes to travel nine kilometers on that road. So, if you can imagine that with a health crisis,
0: yeah. Let's end this on an up note. Uh, we've all done our part to encourage people to better understand shopping local and and, and supporting local. Uh, we did something over the holidays where we paid for delivery of any item purchased from a chamber member. We paid to have that delivered. But you guys have got your own initiatives going on too. So what's going on in Souk, Britt? Tell me about that.
2: In Souk, we have a program called Souk's Hidden Treasures. You can visit the website, soukshiddentreasures.ca, and that launches off a Shop Souk program where we had... Uh, 39 businesses participating. We had people in Souk going to visit stores and saying, I had no idea that that existed. So we want people in Souk to start exploring what we do have in Souk. You will find the hidden treasures here.
0: And Julie, same thing. You're encouraging people to be local, think local, shop local, eat local. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we have partnered with Think Local First Victoria on a campaign, uh, which is we're calling the Buy Local Pledge 2022. And you can find that at uh, buylocalpledge.ca. And it is about... Uh, basically, asking people to consider shifting 10% of their spending—not additional spending, but 10% of their spending—to locally owned businesses because of the, the the knock-on effect that has. So people can get involved by taking the pledge, having a look on the website, uh, following us on social media, um, and 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 it's it's really about just taking that time to think about how when you support your community, your community supports you.
0: You will be amazed by how proud of yourself you will be by doing that to go out of your way to shop local. And something else that we did at our chamber, there's a hashtag campaign called hashtag chamber local Vic BC, And that's businesses helping you better understand how they are local and what it means to be local. And, you know, it's interesting that there's probably people watching this right now that are not members of a chamber of commerce. We want to make sure that you do something about that. So I would encourage you if you're in the West Shore to talk to Julia, If you're in soup, talk to Britt. And everybody is welcome in the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce. So thank you both for your time. Thanks for all you do. You're making your community stronger, and we're going to get through this together. And thank you thank both you for Bruce. your time. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for your time today. Brett Santowski is the Executive Director of the Soup Chamber of Commerce, and Julie Lawler is the Executive Director of the West Shore Chamber of Commerce. And I'm still Bruce Williams. I'm the CEO of the Greater Victoria Chamber of Commerce. See you again for another Chamber Chat.